0: Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 132. It is Monday, May 25th, 2020. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and thank you to our military personnel, past and present. This podcast is brought to you by Nwaj Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at NwajTech.com. That's N-W-A-J techcom Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy Memorial Day, everyone. Thank you to our servicemen and women out there putting their lives on the line every day. And thank you for those that paid the ultimate sacrifice. Without you, we wouldn't have our freedoms. So we thank you. Um, wherever you're listening to this this morning, if you could like, listen, comment, or review, that would be awesome. We would greatly appreciate it. And if you're in a HIPAA compliant business, please go to Facebook. And in the search, type in Get HIPAA Compliance and join that group because we share all kinds of HIPAA information and the related information that will help you remain HIPAA compliant in your business okay first up we do have a couple of updates first of all from Cisco Cisco released a couple of security updates one to address unified contact center express remote code execution vulnerability and the other for prime network registrar DHCP denial service vulnerability So make sure you take care of those if you are in need of taking care of either of those and then next up Microsoft has released a security update to address a vulnerability in edge chromium based which is the newer edge um, which if you have the older version you shouldn't have anymore so if you are an edge user even if you're not an edge user you're gonna want to update that (coughs) Uh, okay so let's jump into the news on threat post NSO group impersonates Facebook security team to spread spyware an investigation traces an NSO group-controlled IP address to a fake Facebook security portal. According to an investigation, investigative journals team, the Israeli authors of the infamous Pegasus mobile spyware NSO group have been, used a, have been using a spoofed Facebook login page crafted to look like an internal Facebook security team portal to lure victims in. The news comes as Facebook alleges that NSO group has been using us-based infrastructure to launch espionage attacks both issues are relevant to facebook's quest to hold nso accountable under u.s laws specifically the computer fraud and abuse act for a spate of whatsapp hacks that came to light last year pegasus which infects both android and apple smartphones contains a host of spy features after scanning the target's device it installs the necessary modules to read the user's message in mail listen to calls capture screenshots log press keys exfiltrate browser history and contacts and carry out other surveillance tasks as needed it's widely believed to have been involved in spying on murdered saudi dissident jamal khashoggi journalist investigating cartel activity in mexico and more so um there is now this where they have this phishing page for facebook for facebook security team so on TechCrunch. Hackers release a new jailbreak that unlocks every iPhone. A renowned iPhone hacking team has released a new jailbreak tool that unlocks every iPhone, even the most recent models, running the latest iOS 13.5. For as long as Apple has kept up its walled garden approach to iPhones by only allowing apps and customizations that it approves, hackers have tried to break free from what they call the jail, hence the name jailbreak. Hackers do this by finding a previously undisclosed vulnerability in iOS that break through some of the many restrictions that Apple puts in place to prevent access to the underlying software. Apple says it does this for security, but jailbreakers say breaking through those restrictions allows them to customize their iPhones more than they would otherwise in a way that most Android users already are accustomed to. The jailbreak released by the Uncover team supports all iPhones that run iOS 11 and above, including up to iOS 13.5, which Apple released last last week. Details of the vulnerability that the hackers used to build the jailbreak aren't known, but it's not expected to last forever. Just as jailbreakers work to find a way in, Apple works fast to patch the flaws and close the jailbreak. So, you know, a vicious cycle that's been going on for years. Um, didn't even know it was still going on, but apparently it is. If you want to jailbreak your iPhone, you have probably a few weeks at best to do that. On ZDNet, Microsoft, beware this massive phishing campaign using malicious Excel macros to hack PCs. So we just had a conversation last Friday about how macros in Excel, especially in Excel and, and Word, can, um, due damage to computers hundreds of different excel files have been used to trick pc users into installing a remote access tool that attackers can use to control their machine microsoft security intelligence team has warned that this that ha, that it has been tracking a massive phishing campaign that attempts to install a remote access tool onto pcs by tricking users into opening email attachments containing malicious excel 4.0 macros microsoft said the covid-19 themed campaign started on may 12th and has so far used several hundred of unique attachment, several hundreds of unique attachments the emails being sent out claim to come from Johns Hopkins Center bearing the title who covid-19 situation report if the re, if the recipient attempts to open the attached excel files it will open with security warning and show a graph of supposed coronavirus cases in us but it, if allowed to run the malicious excel 4.0 macro also downloads and runs net support manager while NetSupport Manager is a legitimate remote access tool, it's known for being used by attackers to gain remote access to and run commands on compromised machines, Microsoft said. It connects to a command and control center server, allowing attackers to send further commands. For several months now, they have been seeing a steady increase in the use of malicious Excel 4.0 macros in malware campaigns. In April, these Excel 4.0 campaigns jumped on the bandwagon and started using COVID-19 themes, themed lures. Microsoft security intelligence team said in a series of tweets. The tweet said that while the hundreds of unique Excel files in the campaign use highly obfuscated formulas, all of them connect to the same URL to download the payload. This is not only the new security threat Microsoft. This is not the only new security threat Microsoft security team has spotted. It has also warned of a new TrickBot campaign launched on May 18th that uses email claiming to offer a personal coronavirus check, a variation of the COVID-19 test seen in previous TrickBot spam runs. TrickBot remains one of the most common payloads in COVID-19 themed campaigns. And TrickBot is a bank trojan meaning it, it will grab your credentials and run with them. Um, all that being said, um, first of all, you're not just going to start receiving emails from the CDC out of nowhere or from John Hopkins or from anybody else regarding COVID-19. It's, it's just not going to happen. So if you get an email around COVID-19, you can assume it's phishing and delete it especially if there's an attachment or a link to another website bleeping computer reports ebay port scans visitors computers for remote access programs when visiting the ebay.com site a script will run what performs a local scan on your computer to detect remote support remote access applications many of these ports are related to remote access remote support tools such as windows remote desktop vnc team viewer amy adam uh, Amy, Amy Admin, and and more. After learning about this bleep, computer conducted a test and can confirm that eBay.com is indeed performing a local port scan of 14 different ports when using their site. The scan is being conducted by a check JavaScript script. And on eBay, that attempts to connect to the following ports. And so it lists all the ports here. Um, all the remote. Desktop type ports, VNC, remote desktop protocol, arrow admin, Amy Admin, Team Viewer, any place control and any desk. Bleepy computer has not been able to identify the target programs for 63333. If you recognize it, please let us know. The script performs D scans using WebSockets to connect to 127.0.0.1, which is your local host, on your own computer. According to NullSweep who first reported on the port scans they do not occur when browsing the site with linux once they tested in windows though the port scans occurred this makes sense as programs being scanned for are all windows remote access tools as the port scan is only looking for remote access programs it is more likely being done to check for compromised computers used to make fraudulent ebay purchases in 2016, reports were flooding in that comp- people's computers are being taken over through the viewer and used to make fraudulent purchases on eBay. As many eBay users use cookies to automatically log into the site, the attackers were able to remote control the computer and access eBay to make purchases. So, this is a case of um, this is a good idea where using a password manager instead of storing your, your passwords in your browser. Um, is a good idea. This is just one example of why that's a good idea. And this is also a good example of why you should not leave this software running and open to the public. Microsoft Power Toys gets two new features on Windows 10. Those two new features are Power Toys Run. Power Toys Run is a new feature that opens a search field that lets you quickly and easily launch applications, find documents, or switch to applications that are currently running. You can activate the Power Toys Run using the Alt Space shortcut, which will display a search field that can be used for search to search for applications to launch. And Power Toys Keyboard Manager, as the name suggests, Power Toys Keyboard Manager allows you to remap individual keys on your keyboard to another key and to remap keyboard shortcuts. Online education site EduCBA discloses data breach after hack. Edu, Edu Edu CBA has started notifying customers that they are resetting their passwords after suffering a data breach. Edu CBA is an online education site based out of India that offers over 2,500 online courses and job oriented learning programs focused on finance, technology and business to their 500,000 learners. Yesterday, EDUCBA began emailing data breach notifications to customers stating that their systems were hacked and user data was exposed. The notification is a bit strange as it does not go into great detail about what information was stolen and simply states email name, password, courses visited, et cetera, may, be, may have been compromised. a Computer has emailed EDUCBA to clarify what other information is referenced by etc., but has not heard back yet. Um, that is the second education site in India that was hacked compromised in the last couple of weeks I don't remember the name of the other one but it was bigger than this one it was saw uh, I believe it was one of the world's biggest education sites but there is a there is obviously now attempts at hacking these educational sites so you know we have some of these in the US as well I would be careful what kind of information you're sharing and how you're paying for things and making sure you could turn on multi-factor authentication wherever possible uh, because this is happening now, um, and <laughs> every month we have a Windows 10 update, and every month we have a Windows 10 break because of an update. So here we go on Bleeping Computer: latest 10 Windows, latest Windows 10 updates breaks wireless LTE connectivity. So if you use LTE, this might be cons- of concern to you. Microsoft says that computers with a wireless wide area network (LTE) modem may lose internet connectivity after installing the latest Windows 10 cumulative updates. WW or WAN modems allow mobile devices such as laptops to connect to a cellular network and use the internet while traveling. These modems are either integrated into laptops or can be purchased in the form of a mini PCIe adapters or USB adapters. In an update to Windows 10 support bulletins for cumulative updates released on May 12th, Microsoft states that the Windows 10 devices using WAN LTE modems may not be able to connect to the Internet, but Windows 10 will indicate that everything is working correctly. After installing this update on a Windows 10 device with a wireless wide area network, LTE modem reaching the Internet might not be possible. However, the network connectivity status indicator in the notification area might still indicate that you're connected to the Internet. Microsoft states that they are working on resolving this issue and hope to have it fixed in an upcoming release. Since the Windows 10, 1903, 1909, KB4556799 cumulative update was released on May 12th, there has been an uptake in complaints regarding installation errors, performance issues, and audio problems. The most common complaint with this release is not being able to install the update and receiving various error codes codes when attempting to do so. Today, Microsoft had stated in a telemetry Today, Microsoft had stated that their telemetry does not indicate that these issues are widespread but are investigating and monitoring the reports they receive. It appears that all recent Windows 10 updates are facing this problem, not just KB4556799 update. So uh, that's the installing of the updates. I did not see that problem in any of the updates that we installed over the last couple of weeks. Well, we, we pushed out the patches same week they were released. So we did not see that problem in any of the computers that we have under our management. And we do not have anybody using when, So I cannot attest to that one way or the other. Uh, and then ne- naked security by Sophos, the ransomware that attacks from inside a virtual machine. Yesterday, Sophos Labs published details of a sophisticated new ransomware attack that takes popular tactic of living off the land to a new level to ensure that their 49 kilobyte Ragnar Locker ransomware can, ran undisturbed. The crooks behind the attack bought along a 280 megabyte Windows XP virtual machine to run in it. It in sorry. So they're installing Windows XP in a virtual machine using VirtualBox and then running Ragnar Locker. It's almost funny, but it's no joke. The attack was carried out by a gang behind Ragnar Locker who break into company networks, make themselves admins, conduct reconnaissance, delete backups, and deploy ransomware manually before demanding multi-million dollar ransoms. So this is a good point. They delete backups. So your backups are still going to run. You're not going to receive an error that a backup didn't run, but the backups will will be deleted. So when you go to restore, they're not there. Like a lot of criminals who conduct similar targeted or big game ransomware attacks, the Ragnar Locker gang try to avoid detection as they operate inside a victim's network with a tactic dubbed living off the land. Living off the land entails using legitimate software administrator administration tools that already exist on the network the cricks have broken into or that don't look suspicious or out of place. PowerShell is a, fi- a particular favorite. If you don't use PowerShell, turn it off. Sophos Labs reports that the attack... The gang used a Windows GPO task to execute the Windows installer, which downloaded an MSI containing a number of files, including a copy of VirtualBox and a Windows XP virtual machine with Ragnarok locker executable inside. VirtualBox is a hypervisor software that can run and administer one one or more virtual guest computers inside a host computer. Typically, guests are sealed off from the host, and processes running inside the guest are unable to interact with the host operating system this is to prevent hostile processes like malware from attacking the host or taking it over in what's known as a virtual machine escape however the protections that separate the guests from their host assume a hostile guest inside a friendly host and that wasn't the case here because the attackers had access to both guest and host in fact from the attackers perspective they were a, they were trying to create a reverse of the normal situation a friendly to them guest environment protected from a hostile host to the attackers the victim's network is a hostile environment Living off the land is designed to allow them to work as stealthily as possible without triggering any alarms in the network security software. When they start running malware, they're broken cover and are at much greater risk of detection. Running their malware inside a virtual machine allowed them to hide it from the prying eyes of security software on the host. And because the attackers controlled the host, they were easily able to weaken the wall between the host and the guest. They did this by installing VirtualBox add-ons that allow files on the host to be shared with the guest. And then making every local disk removable, storage, and map network drive in the host accessible to guest virtual machine. With those drives mounted inside the guest, the ransomware could encrypt the files on them from inside the protected cocoon of the virtual machine. Meanwhile, as far as the security software on the host was concerned, data on the local network was being encrypted by legitimate software and virtual boxes process. So from the perspective of the host, the attackers never broke over cover and continued to live off the land using the legitimate software until they dropped the ransom note. Um, <clears throat> all right, so what does all that mean? What it means is that these attackers are installing a virtual box, they're installing VirtualBox, which is a way to run virtual machines on your computer. It's a free soft, free piece of software. A lot of um, cybersecurity people do use it to to create virtual labs. Um, I don't know that you'll see it a lot in enterprise environments. I've never seen it in an enterprise environment. I do use it for testing, but that's the extent of it. Um, and in fact, I've even installed Windows XP virtual machines to test. Because there's a lot of vulnerabilities within Windows XP. So they're installing VirtualBox free software. They're installing Windows XP that's been compromised already and has Ragnar Locker ransomware. And they're running it on your system. And then they're adding tools that allow them to connect to your local, your what's called the host computer. That's the computer that has this VirtualBox running now. And it gives them access to the file system on the local machine, the host machine. And then in- encrypting those files. So pretty uh i i you know it's an interesting attack to say the least um because it means that your security software probably isn't going to detect it because it looks like a legitimate process running but another case for being careful of what you're doing on the internet and what you're installing We do have a couple of HIPAA breaches to report. District Medical Group, an integrated medical group serving patients in Arizona, has started notifying 10,190 patients that some of their protected health information has potentially been compromised. On March 11, 2020, DMG discovered an unauthorized individual had gained access to email accounts of some of its employees as a result of responses to phishing emails. A password reset was immediately performed to prevent further unauthorized access, and a leading cybersecurity firm was engaged to investigate the breach. The investigation revealed a limited number of email accounts were compromised between February 4, 2020, and February 10th. An analysis of emails and attachments in the breach accounts revealed they contained patient information such as names, medical record numbers, medical information, and health insurance information. A limited, limited number of social security numbers were also potentially compromised. No evidence was uncovered. that suggested the emails were opened or copied by the attackers. Affected patients have been advised to be vigilant and monitor their accounts and statements for any sign of fraudulent activity out of the abundance of caution individuals whose social security numbers were present in the accounts have been offered complimentary credit monitoring and identity theft protection services. DMG has reinforced employee education and has taken steps to improve email security to prevent further breaches in the future. I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but once again, multiple employees, multiple email accounts. This means there is no education, or maybe there is now, but there wasn't before, no multi-factor authentication, and um, this statement, again, no evidence was uncovered that suggested the emails were opened or copied by the attackers. Well, that is the whole reason they're there, so that, that information was taken. Geisinger Wyoming Valley Medical Center employee terminated for unauthorized medical record access. Geisinger Wyoming Valley Medical Center in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania has discovered an employee has been accessing the medical records of patients with no legitimate work reason for doing so. GWVMC was alerted to the potential HIPAA breach on March 20th and launched an internal investigation. The employee was authorized to view patient records to complete day-to-day work duties but it was discovered the medical records of 805 patients had been accessed outside of those work duties. The Unauthorized access started in July of 2017 and continued to March until March 2020, so almost three years. The investigation did not uncover any evidence to suggest patient records were being accessed with malicious intent. Out of the abundance of caution, affected patients have been offered complimentary credit, monitoring, and identity theft protection services. The types of information viewed by the employee included names, addresses, telephone numbers, email addresses, dates of birth, social security numbers, medical conditions, diagnosis, medications, dates of service, visit notes, test results, and an appointment information. Appropriate disciplinary action was taken against the employee for violation of HIPAA and hospital policies. The employee no longer works at GWVMC. Uh, Interesting. That, um, you know, over two and a half years, they don't they don't know, I guess they don't know the reason why. Yeah, no legitimate work reason for doing so is all they say. So we don't know why he was doing it, he or she, but they are no longer there. And there was 805 patient records accessed during those two and a half years that shouldn't have been. So <coughs> that is going to do it for the Memorial Day edition of the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily. So until tomorrow, stay healthy, stay safe, stay secure, and enjoy your day.